Welcome to the Core Women Podcast. My name is Dr. Summer Watson. I'm a doctor of psychology, podcaster, published author, coach, producer of documentary empowerment films, and empowerment seminars. This podcast is a special place for the hearts and souls of women. It is a place where women share their journeys, strength, resiliency, strategy, and passions. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Davina Kaur, who is a creative entrepreneur, researcher, inspirational speaker, radio host, and producer of the Brilliantly Sexy Show and founder of the Sexy Brilliant Global Revolution. She is a published author as well as the creator of the Sexy Brilliant Academy. Davina was named a top 25 Canadian immigrant of the year in 2019. Her first book is entitled Too Fat, Too Loud, Too Ambitious. We have so much to talk about here, Davina. So let's just jump right into this and welcome. Thank you so much, Summer, for having me on your show. I am such a fan of your work um, and this is such an honor to be here. Thank you everybody for listening in as well. I am so excited for you to be here. So let's just jump right into your personal background and chat about where you grew up and about your personal journey. So Summer, I am actually born and raised in India and uh, I came to Canada to study and I have been kind of like, you know, in Canada since the age of about 20 years old. And, uh, you know, the, the thing, the thing is when I was, uh, I just want to go back to this is like, I, even though I lived in North America, I kind of had an arranged marriage where my parents kind of said, you know what, you're, you're 24 years of age and you're single and, you know, you should meet this guy who is very attractive, very well-to-do, um, you know, and professional. So I kind of did not know better and ended up having an arranged marriage. And, uh, and then, of course, through that marriage, I very quickly realized that me and my ex-husband were completely different people. Uh, yet it still took me a long time to leave the marriage because... I always believe that my worth and my self value was based on the relationships that I have, which is i.e. your marriage. So, you know, after my marriage ended, I um, was one day I was sitting by the water, the river, and I was like, I should just jump in and kill myself. I was so broken, so depressed, and so kind of like feeling so worthless that I didn't know what the purpose was for living anymore. And I mean, I was, I was a full-time single mother, but I was still very miserable. I was, of course, you know, there's the divorce, but then you also have these things that happen at work and your family and, and life, and you're like unhappy with yourself. So then when I was out there meditating by the water, like just like literally about to jump in, this this voice in me comes and says, you know what, why don't you give life another chance? Jumping in the water, killing yourself is the easy solution. So from there on, I kind of looked back and I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to give life another chance. And that's when this, this shift in me happened. And, um, you know, I run a foundation called Sexy Brilliant Nonprofit Foundation. And our mission is to remove toxic shame and raise human consciousness. And Summer, if I can just go into and say that how the name Sexy Brilliant happened is that um, when I was going through my divorce, I was also on the dating applications like Tinder, like Craigslist, um, you know, plenty of fish, you name it. And I've used it. And I was looking for somebody from the outside to save me, i.e. another man to save me, because that's what I believe my worth was based around. And um, 
and I, at some point I became an addict. I started getting high off talking to these strange people mm -hmm. on dating applications. I mean, this was all through text messages and, you know, having a connection and I was so lonely and so broken. And when somebody would ask me on text message, I would say, always sexy, always brilliant. You know what's interesting, Summer? I didn't, even though I was the fattest I've ever been, even though I had like $5 in my bank account, I would stand in front of the mirror and I would say, always sexy, always brilliant. Mm. And that kind of became my mantra to, you know, believe in myself, always sexy, always brilliant. And it is through that, it's, they say that we go through our biggest transformations through our most darkness. Yeah. And that's what happened to me, um, you know, being an addict and then overcoming that, being mindful that I am an addict and that I do have a choice of overcoming that. That's where this writing a book or creating a nonprofit foundation happened. I so love your story, Davina. This is fantastic. You've mentioned so many things here, choice, mindset, values, purpose, all so critical. I've worked with a lot of people over the years. And what I find is when some folks are at their deepest, their lowest, it's because they feel they have no purpose. And to listen to that inner voice as you're sitting on that river's edge is so critical. What do you tell people when they're sitting on their river's edge? You know, um... I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because it's something we don't talk about enough, right? Right. Mental health is at their highest. And the thing is, we all go through dark moments. We all yeah. go through pain, you know, but suffering becomes a choice. Um, so like what I realized in that moment that I wanted to end my life was that ending my life is the easier solution. It is to sit back, to take stock and to say, you know what, there is a choice and that it is, up to me to make that choice. So it is to be aware of your emotions. It is to accept your emotions. It is to know who you are. And you know what else was interesting is that through this journey, I actually worked with a lot of professionals. I worked with my therapist. I actually, at one point I had like two therapists because one was not available and I needed a backup. Um, I worked with coaches and uh, mentors and I worked with spiritual teachers. So I had that I was very fortunate that I was able to have that self-awareness to say that there is something that is not working. However, I want to make it better. And what do I need to make it better? And Summer, when we ask those questions, guess what happened? The solutions, the answers, the people, the professionals come to help us very quickly. Absolutely. They certainly do. There are people who want to help out there. They're there. And I like what you said, embrace, understand your emotions, because a lot of times, and I post about this quite frequently, a lot of times you hear that's too woo-woo, just go past that. You can work your way through that. Embrace it first. Embrace those emotions first. Understand the why. Once you understand the why and you embrace them and don't tuck them away, push them down, it's going to be a lot easier for you to work through them and then realize there's game wisdom. You aren't necessarily broken. We are just challenged. 
And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's okay. Because you know what? What happens too, I find is there's a lot of like parents that want to rescue their kids. They're these snowplow parents, these helicopter parents, and they want to just come in and swoop in, right? What we fail to realize is when sometimes they fall, our kids fall, and they can get back up. And if you just stand back and allow them to get back up, that's going to produce resiliency. That's going to produce skill, a skill set where when they encounter difficulty, they're going to be ready to get back up. Yeah. And I, I love what you're saying about resilience, you know, uh, for years, I have said my middle name is resilience because we fall down, we stay a little bit down, we get hurt, but we have to stand up and that is resilience, right? Yes, um, absolutely. And, yeah. And you know what, like, maybe we'll do another show on parenting. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a full-time parent, so, you know, that that's good. Yes. But I want to mention this, that, you know, our emotions... You, like when you spoke about your emotions and, and how we are suppressed from feeling, from expressing, but you know what? Our emotions are sacred. They are not masculine. They're not feminine. They're not right. They're not wrong. They simply are. Right. So when we accept, when we know who we are, when, and by the way, that self-knowledge comes from stillness and silence i.e. quietening the mind, turning off the Netflix, turning off the social media, going within, whether it's by sitting by the water's edge, whether it's by, you know, going out on a bike ride, whether it's, so it's that stillness and silence that gives us the answers. Because don't forget, we live in a world where there's too much noise, there's too many preachers, everybody's telling us what to do, and we've lost the common sense way of thinking, right? Of being, right. rather. So we have to kind of say, you know what? This is who I am. My self-awareness says, you know, my, my banking job is not right for me anymore. What else can I do? It's through those that questioning. And I know somewhere in your work as well, you're talking, you know, with the woman you're helping, it's the same thing. You're talking about going within. It's about being resilient, about having that awareness. And through that awareness, we then have to practice radical self-acceptance. So which means we know, you know your good side, you know your not so good side, and then you accept that mm -hmm. in a radical fashion. Because what happens when we have radical self-acceptance is we have more room for self-love. Oh, bravo. I love that. Absolutely love that. You know, I'm going to kind of piggyback on what you just said here too, Davina. A lot of times we don't realize how we've been conditioned. Mm -hmm. Conditioned to think, conditioned to hold onto a set of values that aren't necessarily our own. So when you were in that marriage and you're like, we just didn't align, this person wasn't for me because your values may not have aligned. You didn't when, and I talk about this frequently, that when you know your value, when you know your values, which are two different things, your values, that's going to serve towards longevity, longevity of a relationship, longevity of a job or business, longevity of how you're feeling and accepting yourself, your being. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think once you get clear about what your personal values are, because we can go and we've learned from our educators, from clergy, from our parents, our caretakers, 
what values we should adopt. Yes. Right? Yep. And so what happens when we're like, hmm, I don't know if I actually believe in that. I don't know if I want to live by that value. And it's not to say that you can't keep some of those values, but figure out what your values are because then you're walking in congruence and alignment with your being, with who you are, your purpose. It becomes so much more clear, like living, like you said, living large, understanding who you are, you know, that full acceptance. So I love where this is going. We could go on and on with this, but this has gotten deep and I love it. So let me ask you one quick question about your situation in regards to when you're sitting on that edge of the water, do you consider yourself a survivor or would you consider that resiliency, intuition? Would you consider that or all of that? Um, you know, the one word, by the way, those are great questions and you raise such, such deep points yourself. So I'm going to have to like listen to this podcast at least five times you know, <laughs> to learn from you, okay? <laughs> um, you know, so coming back to your question, what, uh, what word speaks to me when I think about that, about myself, the river's edge in my history. And the word that I like to use for myself is I'm a thriver. Mm. I thrive under any situation and you know and I say that and 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 I and I live that I live out large I mean I I have a book called too fat too large too fat too loud too ambitious so you know um so I'm a thriver I thrive and but of course when you're down and you're suicidal you don't think about thriving you just start crying and your emotions are unmanageable and you're like you don't know what to do and that's okay as well. You know, that's part of that learning experience. That's part of that unprogramming that we're doing through our generational, like you mentioned, the unlearning, the programming, the trauma um, that our parents, our caretakers, our clergy, our people around us have tried to fit us in boxes, right? Um, but the thing, all of this is that, you know, this, this, today I can look back and I'm like, I thrived through that. Like I was, I didn't end up killing myself. I was like, I was strong. I did it. I don't even know how I did it, except that there was this voice in me, that intuition that was like, you've got a bigger purpose. You've got a bigger purpose. Like there's something bigger. And this is way before the nonprofit foundation, Sexy Brilliant happened, right? Mm -hmm. In that moment, I also was very thankful that I had that intuition that was guiding me, that was that was just there. You can't get rid of it, right? But you know what else I have realized is the more we listen to our intuition, the more our confidence grows because we are being guided. And when we take those decisions about, for example, and I had this in my case as well, one day I was, um, I had just been on Hollywood TV and I was, I was thinking about moving to Hollywood, okay? Because I had a, I had a TV offer and I was like, oh yeah, I should, you know, do this. And I was at the post office about to sign in my papers and send them in. And I was like, and I was sitting outside the post office in the car. And I was like, all of a sudden I had the sweat pouring down my face. I was like nervous. I started shaking. I didn't know what was happening, but then I said, you know what? I'm not going to send these papers today. I'm going to sit on it. So that decision to just listen to my, the body symptoms or whatever was going on, the physiology, the psychology, all of that combined, 
I was actually, you know what? It was not in alignment with who I was and where I was meant to go. So it's by constantly by saying no to these many, many choices, the relationship, a job offer, you know, the choice of, uh, you know, being depressed with your boyfriend, the choice of, uh, you know, not traveling where you find there, your intuition is telling you not to. So these are by saying no to these choices, we actually create room for better choices. And to, of course, this is through the connection to the self. Yes, right. Self-love, self-acceptance. Self intuition intuition yeah. yeah all of that you know yeah. and it's yeah. so important i love that you're driving home that whole concept of listening to yourself listening to that inner voice listening and making space for where you really want to be and and when you feel all of those symptoms that physiology of sweating being unfocused nervous shaky listen to that mm -hmm. listen to your symptoms but what I do have to say about this is we create brain maps, mm -hmm. not the same as your neurological imaging. I don't use it that same way, but the messages we continue to feed ourselves, we create these maps in our brain where when we get scared or when we get nervous or when we get in a stressful situation, we go back to that messaging. So when you start changing that messaging about, I feel good. I accept myself. I am sexy brilliant. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to go next time? I'm sexy brilliant. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. See, that, that's where your psychology background comes in. <laughs> I learned something new. Thank you. I'm going to be looking up that word called brand, brain mapping. I that's think. something that I use. So it's really yeah. something that I don't use it the same way as the neuroimaging, but I really use it in a way that you're creating maps in your brain where you're going to go back to those during stressful times. And when you repeat those positive messages, when you repeat those affirmations, those are the things you're going to go back to. When I was working with clients, just a real quick bit here, I used to say, if you're right-handed, when you're not stressed or during times of just, you know, there's no chaos, start using your left hand, start using how, learning how to use that left hand. This is a, an analogy for when you become stressed, you're not going to necessarily go back to that right hand. You're going to go to the left hand and use different aspects of coping, different mm -hmm. mechanisms, mm -hmm. because then you're not going to be like going back to the same program, going back to the same skills that weren't working for you. You're going to go to a new set of skills that are going to support you, that are going to work for you, and that are going to move you through the stressful moments and times. So that's what I'm talking about when I say, hey, those messages work. If you yeah. continue to repeat those, that's what you're going to go back to. Yeah, we got to we got to change our own. I mean, what we have to realize that we are ultimately responsible for our mental well-being, our physical health, mm -hmm. our psychological health, our sexual health, yes. our spiritual health, all of it. It is we are responsible, you know, and it's time that we stop giving our power away. Yeah, absolutely. Choice, choice, choice. I say this too. Choice is our superpower. Oh, superpower. And you know what? We give it away so often, so carelessly, and we don't realize how much power there is in that, how much power there is in choice. I so, love it. I love it. Can I say something about yes. my superpower? I have the superpower where I make everything and anything X-rated in the first three seconds. <laughs> 
I, there's a reason I love you, Zamina. Oh my God. There's so many, but that's just another one. So let's, let you, you crack me up. Let's talk about, since you touched on it, your book, too fat, too loud, too ambitious. Why don't you go into that? Oh yeah. So, um, too fat, too loud, too ambitious. Oh my goodness. I, first of all, I cannot even believe that I have written and published a book. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm, you know, English is not my first language. I'm severely ADD. And I kind of, I describe myself as an accidental author. And it is the, the book, Too Fat, Too Loud, Too Ambitious. It's a book about the human beautiful human beings that we all are and how we can find ways to connect with ourselves and to find our own superpowers and of course the ultimately is to live in an authentic empowering way that's what too fat too loud too ambitious is all about it's a spiritual self-help workbook and it's available internationally yay (laughs) (laughs) that is so awesome so people can find it on amazon they can find it all different places and all they have to do is look up too fat too loud too ambitious yeah i absolutely love that let's talk about your nonprofit and your business and your show so why don't you go into that yeah i run i created a sexy brilliant nonprofit foundation and um it's now it's a we we have a team so we, the mission of Sexy Brilliant Nonprofit Foundation is to remove toxic shame around our mental health, shame about being fat, shame about being loud, shame about being ambitious, and shame about being who you are. We want to remove all that shame that has kept us quiet and silent and, you know, fit us into boxes and raise human consciousness. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness so much there. And I want to ask you, as you were developing this, did you ever have challenges that you confronted? And how did you work through those challenges? Because I know it's difficult being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It is tough stuff. So how did you confront those challenges as an entrepreneur in a professional platform or a venue or milieu how did you do that how how did you confront those challenges well you know what this is an interesting question and uh, one of the things that um as i'm kind of like sexy brilliant nonprofit has been around for about four years um the, my book too fat too loud too ambitious just came out and all the profits the sales go directly to support the nonprofit foundation mm-hmm. so what what i realized is one of the the things that I realized very early on was that I am, and again, this is back to that, who are you, you know, that self-knowledge. I realized that my brilliance lies in being creative. My gift is the ideas. I'm, I'm full of ideas. I have 50 million ideas at one time. <laughs> right. I get you, girl. I get you. <laughs> yeah. So, so when, I, when I realized that, and of course, by the way, that was with the help of my therapist and my coaches and my, you know, professional help again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so if I'm the idea person and if I am, you know, this is what I'm good at, but what about the, the things that I'm not so good at? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what I started doing is I started outsourcing everything, you know, um, including writing a book, uh, writing well I mean I wrote a lot of obviously I wrote a lot of my book but the editing part or the the putting it all together in a book you know right that I started outsourcing it then the the strategy part of it I I have Sue who helps me with that then the you know the um 
just the management, everyday management, that there's somebody else who helps me with that. Then the filming is somebody else who, who helps me with that. So what the, the point is that whether you're starting a business, whether it is your job, whether it is also your family as well, you need to realize what you're good at and focus your most of your attention on that. And then the things that you are not so good at is find ways of outsourcing it, whether that is an exchange of money, which by the way, money is another energy, right? And when right. you have access to universal abundance, you live in that abundance all the time. So you cannot live in fear and universal abundance at the same time. True that. Yes. Yeah. And yes. so whether you are doing the money exchange or whether you are doing an energy exchange or, you know, doing the barter system, find your community, find ways to mindfully get out of your own way. Yes. That is the trick to your success. Mm, I love that. Okay. We have talked about a lot of different subjects here. It has been such a fun conversation and full of depth. I just absolutely enjoyed our time together, Davina. My last question for you, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? So today with everything that we've, we've gone so deep, what I'm gonna say is that the world has tried to keep you out of your own brilliance, your sexiness, your awesomeness for the longest time. It is time that you connect back to your spiritual home, which is you yourself, because you are your own savior. You are your own light. Mm, I love that. And thank you, Davina, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you so much, Summer. What an honor. And to everybody who's listening in from the Sexy Brilliant community, please check out Summer's work. You're going to love the work she's doing. She's been on my show as well, and I'm going to drop links everywhere. So follow Summer Watson, Dr. Summer Watson. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. If you would like to learn more about our special Davina Core, you can find her on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and at the Davina Core at www.sexybrilliant.org. If you need a strategic empowerment coach, contact me. If you want to tell your story of empowerment or how you have reconstructed your life to drive change, send me a video or an email of your story providing permission to use it on my social media platforms. If you want to be featured on my podcast, reach out to me at infocorewomen.com. I want to hear from you and to get to know you. You are now part of the Core Women Home. Let's get to know each other. Let's learn from one another. Please follow Core Women on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please let your women friends know about this podcast. If you write about Core Women in your social media posts, please hashtag Core Women. This is all about women. Thank you for taking the time to learn more about Core Women, and please stay tuned for continued growth of the Core Women movement. Let's grow and drive change together. 